This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Ying.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout-out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Halton Honda, Forever, and Aha That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. So for now, hey, our fearless friends, here's Lisa Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me again on this lovely Friday morning. My name is Lisa McDonald, host of Living Fearlessly with the Contact Talk Radio Network. Listenership spans to 145 countries, 220 TV radio terrestrial satellites, and the potential for millions of iTunes downloads. Once again, we are joined by yet another phenomenal guest. So who is my guest of today? Well, what I can tell you is Monica Graves is a very talented jewelry designer. She is celebrating 20 years in business this year. Monica really sets herself apart from her competition in the way that she conducts her business. Monica's messaging is consistent. She wants women to feel powerful and confident when they wear her jewels. Her tagline, show the world your sparkle, says it all. She really encourages women to get out there and to be proud of who they are. A large part of Monica's business is giving back. She started by creating jewelry pieces where a portion of her sales went to different causes she wanted to support. That side of her business has evolved to the point where she now organizes fundraisers for her clients to raise money for causes they believe in. When the pandemic hit back in March 2020, this year, Monica decided to start something new. Monica had a dream that she never had the time to work on. She started her own talk show. It's called Get to Know Her, where every week she interviews fascinating women in business. Her latest creative project is making beautiful mask chains that can also be worn as a necklace, a bracelet, or eyeglass chain. Monica is always coming up with new designs that are functional to meet the needs of her following of loyal glam girls. Monica, my friend, welcome to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. How are you? Thank you. I am great. I'm so happy. And what a nice intro. Wow. Well, I just want to say, I want to give some context to the listeners, because of course, what I did when I appeared on your show, there might be other people that are tuned into this that weren't tuned into uh, our Zoom chat. But I just wanted to publicly once again, thank you very much for having graciously invited me onto your show. And then the after party on Instagram. And I just want to say the leaps and bounds that you've made since the first time I invited you on to my show and what you've done in the interim in spite of the pandemic. I just, it just speaks to your veracity. It just speaks to your innovation. It just speaks to your yummy spirit. You're always looking for ways in which to turn shit into gold. And I think you're phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's start and talk about your show. Let's talk about that. Cause I'd love to give people an opportunity to plug into you and to know how to find you because the content that you're doing and the messaging and the purpose behind it, I think is so important. And I think women, especially who go out of their way to support other women in business. I mean, I think that's amazing, right? There's no competition in that. It's about propping everybody up, giving everybody else an opportunity to shine on their platforms. And you do that so beautifully, Monica. And I want to thank you for having included me in that. Oh, thanks, Lisa. Well, you know, it was uh, one of those things where it was a dream that I had. And I, I think the dream actually started when, you know, back 20 years ago when I started my business, I really wanted to hear from women who were just like me or maybe had the same starting point that I had, who made it in business and were able to, you know, work full time at something they loved. And I felt that that was really lacking. And, um, 
and I, I even find it a little bit lacking now. Like it, it's hard to really dive in um, and get to know regular people. It's it's easy to go online and learn all about a famous person who you loved and how they started with nothing and got to this big place. But, you know, talking to the girl next door and seeing what her journey was like, that always fascinated me. Um, so that's really the premise of the show. I, I called it Get to Know Her um, because I want to introduce amazing women like you to my audience you know and and let them know like you know here's Lisa and here's where she started and look where she got to and and it's not easy and it's hard work but it's a labor of love and it's what keeps us going right beautiful so beautiful well and thank you once again for your kind words because what I love the most about you Monica is that you have a real um a true true authentic generous spirit and you're always looking for ways in which to pay it forward and to be of service and that crosses over and intersects not only with your business but things outside of what people would be privy to you know it's not always it's not always on the channels it's not always on instagram it's not always in the way of of a photograph that's uploaded um you just you know you really seize the opportunity and you capitalize on anything that's within your wheelhouse of power strength uh gifts services products in which to lift other people up. And I don't think you quite realize, and none of us actually do, but you know, because this show is central to you today, I don't think you quite realize uh, to what degree what you do do. And it probably seems so effortless to you and it's so second nature, like brushing your teeth because it's just innately authentically who you truly are. Um, but the ways in which you really you really have that capacity of changing the trajectory of someone's mindset, uh, the mood of the day, their disposition, their demeanor, um, and the, the inspiration that you instill. It's not even about look at me, look at me at what I'm doing. It's the fact that you do it and you do it with, I mean, true, true, <laughs> con- true conviction. And, and you can tell that you're in your element when you're doing what you're doing. It's so inspiring to other people who are perhaps sitting on the fence going, it's not that I want to be like Monica because it's not about emulating other people or being in competition with other people, but mm-hmm. you emanate that, that, that type of energy where it's infectious and people go, you know what? Life really is too short not to afford myself the opportunity of doing something and doing something that don't, doesn't only stand to benefit myself with my passions or living in my purpose, uh, but showing through the domino effect and it being contagious that other people too can step into their power by being self-empowered. So I just want yeah. to say you, you really Thank- do have that effect on people. Thank you. And, you know, as I'm listening to you put this in words, I, I lo- <laughs> thank you so much. And, and you know, something comes to mind, Lisa, I think almost, I don't, I don't know if it, I can't speak to men, but for women, a lot of times I think we feel like we need permission to do something. And, and I remember even when I was starting my business and I was first together with my husband, I kept asking him in a, in a tone and in a way that was like, I was asking him permission to do things. And thank goodness I married someone who's very much about female empowerment and just do it and you're capable and what the heck are you asking me for right so he Mm. so I was I was very lucky that way um that he was always so encouraging but I honestly can say it wasn't until my 40s my mid 40s that I finally said you know why am I asking people permission to be myself Mm. why can't I just do that and beautiful you know well, I, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and you know me, I'm all about verbiage. So I pay really close attention to the words that people use. So when you said I was really lucky to have gotten somebody who, well, I'm going to correct you and say, no, you were deserving, right? Thank because you. Yes, because luck has nothing to do with it. I tell you know, Vibe Attracts Tribe and we talk about law of attraction and we talk about speaking our preferred reality into existence. And then when people start to see like people like you, Monica, and it's like, wow, this woman's on fire. Everything seems to be a bullseye and it's a resounding yes and, you know, overnight success. And well, first of all, let's dispel and debunk that because we know that's not true. It's, you know, people don't see what goes on behind the scenes and what you do to charismatic 
systematically make it look like it's all come together because you're innovative, you're resilient, and you just fly into action. Um, but languaging holds so much power, right? When we're talking about self-empowerment and, um, and a lot of people do use, and I know you're just shooting from the hip because this is an unscripted show. So I know at the core of who you are, you know that you're deserving and it has nothing to do with luck. But for the listeners who tune into the show, because oftentimes this is about uh, personal growth, personal development. So whether we're talking about women listening to us today, Monica, who are on the fence with wanting to aspire to become entrepreneurial or they're wanting to leave an abusive relationship uh, or they're wanting to just like shift the paradigm of change in their lives by, you know, uplifting themselves, fearing Mm -hmm. less, living more. Um, Language is so pivotal. And so Mm -hmm. you are one of the most deserving people I know. And for everything that you have aspired to achieve in your life, not only has it come on the heels of hard work and, as you said, labor of love, but it's the conviction that you have within yourself, right? Because if you don't believe in yourself and you don't value yourself, good luck selling that to anyone else. Yeah, that's right. And and I think a lot of it is practice for for any women who are out there and are struggling to to believe in themselves. Uh, it, it it's tough. I mean, there are some t- times where we believe in ourselves so much, and we are forging ahead with with a new business idea, and nobody around is supporting, and nobody thinks it's a good idea, and even the ones we love are second guessing, mm-hmm. and uh, you got to get through that stuff, and and. And I would even say to anyone who is experiencing that to journal, just keep journaling, keep writing down why you believe in it. Why is it going to work? What, what is it about this thing that has to be, that it must be born and come to life? And then look at all out there who have done amazing things and created, you know, beautiful historical art who were surrounded by naysayers. It's an old story. Absolutely. So, you know, anybody who's having any feelings of self-doubt, it's been there. It, we've all been through it and, and people will have opinions. You got to get, yeah, forget that stuff. Absolutely. It, it destroys dreams. It absolutely does. But it it is really about honing that muscle because, you know, where it's important sometimes to me, it's all about self-respect. Right. So in terms of getting buy in from people who don't even know you, um, it's people can see, okay, you know, this person, if we're talking about you specifically, Monica, because you're the one on the show today. But it's like, you know, to the degree that you believe in yourself, to the degree that you take risks every single day, for the degree that you, you know, whether you feel like it or something's gone south behind the scenes in your private life, but the fact that you continue to show up and you continue to rise, and by doing so, you're demonstrating this is what it looks like not to quit. This is what it looks like to persevere. This is what it looks like to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and getting out of your own way. And, you know, I, and you do that over and over again. It's no different than any other regimen or routine or habit going to the gym or doing things we don't like until it becomes instantaneous. It becomes automatic where it's not even internal it's no longer an internal power struggle. It's just part of your daily regimen. And so good day, bad day, or indifferent, it's like you've got to be consistent. And you, coming into your 20 years of being in business, I mean, we know in those 20 years, there's not been every day is being a good day. Oh, and God. Not every, right. <laughs> and not everything's gone your way, right? But you right. always go back to the drawing board. But you more more importantly, it's the internal dialogue that you have with yourself in terms of what are my values? What are my non-negotiables? What will I go to the wall for regardless of the critics or the naysayers or the bad mood or the circumstance or whatever the case may be? You just get on the bike and you ride. Yeah, for sure. And and even, um, you know, I, I, I mean, this is my personality type, but I'm the kind of person who when I have an idea or I've, or even like a commitment to myself, like let's say uh, something simple, like going to the gym three times a week. I will tell everybody, I'll tell all my friends, I'll tell all my family, I'll tell, because the the buildup of everybody knowing 
it kind of makes me feel like now you better do it because you don't want to let all these people down. But a lesson that I have learned, which is even more powerful for someone like me who has that tendency, is to keep it in. It doesn't need to be broadcasted to the world. So now when I have a new business idea, I sit with it. I meditate. I become friends with it. I stroke it. I love it. I give it what it needs to have, get to, you know, to mm-hmm. blossom and grow. And then I say, yeah, I don't even say, look what I did. I just do it. And in a way that I think for self-confidence, for me anyway, it's even more powerful because I'm now trusting myself to just move forward with my my ideas instead of running it by the audience of people mm-hmm. who aren't necessarily experts, right? Absolutely. And and finding someone who, you know, I, I'm a big believer in a business coach, uh, but the right one and one that resonates and... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, though, like what you're doing, Lisa, is so great for people because you're you're empowering them to find their true voice because our voice and our inner thoughts and feelings, that's what leads us. So a, a really great coach will help get that out of you so that you can run with it. They won't tell you, well, if I were you, I would do this. Am I mm-hmm. right? Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I appreciate your kind words. And you said something a few minutes ago that uh, was really equally pivotal that I want to dial back for a minute. You know, so when you believe in yourself, like in terms of upping your level of confidence and self-esteem and self-worth, and there's a reason why the word self precedes everything else, right? Because it really is an inner journey. It really is about how you dialogue with yourself. It's really about, you know, what do you see when you look in the mirror of self, self-truth, self-acknowledgement, self-validation, all of those things. And the more, the more staunch and the more adamant you are about being all of that for yourself first and foremost that's the accountability piece right so it's not about as you said and it's a very good point it's not about getting accolades or kudos or permission or buy-in from other people in order to launch yourself into taking action and being deliberate and intentional with whatever it is that you're purposely doing to drive yourself. But it's the more accountable you are with yourself and the more you hold yourself accountable and you follow through with what that accountability piece is for you, that's what grows the the confidence, mm-hmm. right? That that's what that that's truly what breeds the confidence. But in saying that, I I, what I've also done too, and we've talked about this a bit before, Monica, and maybe you can speak to this aspect of it because, you know, oftentimes we live in dual realities and polarities in terms of the makeup of who we are that makes us individual and unique. Um, but I also use social media as an example, as a visionary board, right? And as an accountability piece. So I've already made the declaration proclamation within myself first and foremost before anything goes to social media or it goes to another person's ears or another confidence that is shared with one anybody else or even journaling. And it's like, okay, so now I've covered all my bases. I've made the pledge with myself. Now I'm taking it out there to the masses so that other people can reaffirm and understand that I too, first and foremost, am holding myself accountable, right? Because that's the biggest disappointment and letdown is when you know you've disappointed yourself. Yes. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Definitely. I I, I agree with you, Lisa. And I think that it's, um, it's kind of interesting. I'm trying to figure out how to put this into words, but what happens psychologically when when we have that tendency to go outwards for approval or permission or whatever it is and then we come to the realization that really the only person that we need this from is from ourselves and then we go inward and I think what happens at that point is it's kind of a lonely place Mm, yes (laughs) because yeah because it's like okay so now I need to get myself there I because other other people sure encouragement accolades all that stuff it feels so good Mm -hmm. but it's not really what we need because on the flip side of that is when you do start putting yourself out there and people 
are criticizing you for what you're doing, it all they both need to almost affect you in the same way, which is not in any way at all because you believe in what you're doing and you couldn't you don't really care if people love it or hate it. You you see a bigger picture and you know it's important. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, because anything external, it's, you know, if you're defaulting to anything and only anything that's externalized or external, it's not sustainable. All of that's got a shelf life. I mean, the burning passion and the conviction and the action taking and the discipline muscle in which to execute every single day, that comes from within. Mm -hmm. So if if that's not a vibrational match to whatever you're perceiving might be coming or forthcoming from the outside world into the inside world, well, it's, it's, it's inequitable, right? It's, 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 it's not a good fit. It's got to be some, it's got to be a derivative of what comes from the inside. And then anything that fuels it on the outside, that's an accelerant, that's rocket fuel. That's great, but it can't be contingent on only the external because if you know within yourself you're living a lie or you're not reaching your potential or you're 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 playing a smaller game or you're dummying down um then that's got a shelf life you're going to lose interest very quickly and then people start to and you don't have credibility right because it's like oh you know now i got to do something else now i got to do something else but you don't have any bandwidth for having any one thing in particular come to actual fruition that's right. And you know, it's interesting. I I think now that when those realizations come up where, like you said, Lisa, like you're playing small or you're just not accomplishing these things that you've set out to do, um, usually that stuff is fear-based and it could be fear-based from something that happened as a child. Mm. And I'm a big believer in like let's talk to that little person inside and find out what's going on before we move forward. Sometimes it's a very quick little shift. Sometimes it's a journey of months of healing. Um, But whatever that is, the little kid inside, don't, don't kid yourself. Mm -hmm. They are there all the time and they're not going away and, and they are the beacon for, for guiding you. And, um, you know, it's really, really important to when, when you have this trigger of like, oh my God, no, 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 I can't do that. Or, uh, I don't know, this is making me nervous or whatever, just to sit with it. And, and I actually, um, I had, um, I had worked with a woman years ago who was doing this type of inner child work and she was helping me through a difficult time in my life. And um, she had me do this exercise where I would ask the little girl a question with my right hand, like on, sorry, on paper. So I'd write it uh, with my right hand, my dominant hand and answer with my left, which is Mm. not my dominant. uh, And that would be the little girl answering. Right. And it was really, really uh, interesting what came out um amazing yeah yeah it it was a really cool little exercise and and I would encourage anybody to do that it's sometimes you're blocked and you're like what the where is this even coming from like you know it feels like not in this lifetime (laughs) but it's it's in there and it and it can come out and it can be healed so it's okay and I and I think that goes back to when we say you know just because somebody else is moving through something really quickly and and maybe you're not as fast uh that doesn't matter because it's not really about you it's about your purpose here on earth and all of the things that have happened to you have happened for a reason and now as an adult, it's up to you. You need to take ownership and responsibility for healing so Beautiful. that you can be the very best. And that's Absolutely. there's no shame in that, my God. Well, no. no, there's not. And I think we talked a little bit about this on your program. It's, you know, the more, you know, there's still this misnomer that vulnerability is a weakness um, as opposed to a strength. And yet the people who are most relatable, the people who have most resonance with are the ones who put themselves out there and publicly declare the things that we all as human beings feel. 
right? Yeah. So even if it's different circumstances that have precipitated whatever shows up in our journey, our individual journey, we all as human beings know what it feels like to be on the spectrum of a whole myriad and plethora of emotions. And so you know, the, the connection comes from, you know what, thank you so much for, for saying what you said, because not only does that give me permission to come forward, but perhaps it, it gives me the, it, it becomes the catalyst to help me change some of the decision-making that I was keeping myself uh, stuck in, you know, right. like the bondage of, of our own self-imposed beliefs or mm-hmm. sometimes, and you know, this as a businesswoman too, uh, Monica, you know, you've got to change the script because we're all grown up and it's not because it comes from necessarily a place of malice in wherever it was we learned false truths. And I say false truths in terms of fast forward to where you are today and it's no longer in alignment. It doesn't support your reality. It doesn't support your vision. It doesn't support your humanity. It doesn't support anything anymore. And so in order to expedite the growth of where you want to go, you've got to simultaneously relinquish the things that continue to burden you and keep you shackled. Yes. Oh my God. It's so true. You know, I, I remember one of my earliest thoughts was like, I just want freedom. I just want freedom. That's what I've always said. I just want freedom. And, and it's taken all these years to realize like what that actually means. It doesn't, it doesn't mean money. It doesn't mean wealth. It doesn't mean Mm -hmm. all, it just means waking up happy with myself and you know Lisa it's funny like sometimes um you know habits are hard to break right so this inner dialogue that we have like I'll I'll put always way too much on my plate I I do that constantly (laughs) and you know I want to accomplish it all and then when I don't I get that voice in my head that's like you should have done this first now you're not going to get this done and the and the beating up in my head and so you know what I try to do now which is sort of kind of a new thing since the pandemic hit um is to really pay attention to what makes me happy and treat myself. And again, going back to the little girl. So sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I'll be like, the sun's out. And then I'll say, what do you want to do today? Like I'll say it in my head. What do you want to do today? What would make you happy? A bike ride would make me happy. Let's read like an old Partridge family book. That would make me happy. (laughs) Let's watch a rerun of The Love Boat. That would make me happy. And I write down all these things that would make me happy. And I just, I make the little 10-year-old who is struggling inside happy. And then everything else just falls into place. And I think that's a big part of self-care. You know, self-care doesn't have to be a bath and a massage and getting your nails done and all that stuff. It can just be, where do you want to escape to today? Because, you know, now with um, with the pandemic, like we can't pick up and go travel. We can't go to a friend's house. There, there are so many st- restrictions. But what mm-hmm. we do have, which is such a gift, is our imaginations. And that's what we had as children. We could escape to anywhere we wanted because we had this imagination and it hasn't gone away. And Absolutely. so use it. Like if you're not a painter, who cares? Get the paints out, like get down in the basement and make a mess. <laughs> Just love it. Do well, it. Yeah. And, and you're, you're touching a chord in me because as you know, Monica, you know, and for the listeners, Monica has been very generous to all her female entrepreneur friends and she orchestrates all these events. And this was predating COVID of course, but you know, you ran a venue and you invited me to come with my books and it started out with children's books and, and you've purchased my children's books. And at the end of each of my book, it always has some kind of disclaimer, you know, re-embrace your inner child or rediscover your inner child. So you're talking about one of my favorite subject matters because the spirit of who we were as children, regardless of some of the other funk that might have happened in our childhoods, you know, children by nature, uh, before they've had an opportunity to be scathed or jaded by life entirely, and hopefully that never happens even as we evolve into adults, um, but that's where we're our most wondrous. That's where we're our most risk-taking, our most curious. You know, it's like diving into the the deep end and then learning how to swim, which is no different like an entrepreneur jumping off the cliff and then building a parachute on the way down. You know, like yeah. it's, 
you, you just, you got to do that because, you know, when we get older and I think it's really unfortunate when I see people walking around in a zombie state and they think that life is everything about, and it's funny, even the jargon, you know, people hate Mondays, Wednesdays is hump day. Thank God it's Friday. And I'm thinking, mm. oh my God, that's how you live your life. Yeah. Right. That's how you live your life. I mean, you're missing out on so much because when you love what you do or you really feel like you're integral with self or you're aligning with the right people who also fuel your spirit, your heart, your soul, um, everything's timeless. You lose track of time. That's where it becomes like there's not enough hours in the day because you want the yumminess to continue. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That is so true. And and there's so many things people struggle with that ca- that can be healed through by playing and by and by embracing that inner child and even you know um someone said to me once you know it doesn't matter if you come from a wonderful family um that you <laughs> a family is like a cult you are part of this cult and and the search for freedom is also finding out who you are, like unlearning what you learned in yes. your family. There, I mean, there are so many beautiful, valuable lessons, but family members may see you a certain way, you know, in ways that other people would never look at you. You know, there, you, you kind of get stuck. Mm-hmm. And, and so that would be another thing I, like I would encourage people to do is fi- figure out who are you outside of your marriage, outside of your family, outside of all of that stuff because there's something else in there and um just because people are you know surrounding you and treating you a certain way and speaking you know when you're always sort of spoken to in the same language and the same tone and the same you start to believe what other people think of you and you start to to almost develop yourself in a way that satisfies that instead of really looking at but hang on a second who am like why am i Mm -hmm. walking around here on planet earth bingo not because what my family is you know telling me to be or do um well and 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 i think it's the context we give ourselves right i mean oftentimes we're so apt to blame people outside of us for misunderstanding us or for misconstruing us Um, But but everything that people are perusing or viewing or calculating about us uh, or interpreting us to be, that's based on the script that we're giving people to work with. So it's like, yeah, this is who I am when I'm a mom. This is who I am when I'm an entrepreneur. This is who I am in, in whatever particular dynamic or role. But if you only give yourself permission to show up in the context of how you want other people to view you. You can't blame them for missing out on the flavor of the rainbow of every other aspect and element of who you are. Mm-hmm. So again, this is when I talk about, you know, dummying down or, or, or dimming your own shine because you can still be the mom. You can be the entrepreneur. You can wear all those hats simultaneously and then in show people to what degree you're diversified, that you can have a multitude of opinions or vantage points on, on your, on your viewpoints on life, your outlooks on life. If you, if, if you're interacting with people and you're only ever talking like a mom does with another mom, mm-hmm. you know, no wonder people are going to be short changed or short sighted in the comprehension or the understanding of all your other facets of thinking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And and that's that it takes a lot of courage, I think, um, especially within families to, you know, to to shine um, in a confident way, you know, because mm-hmm. I think sometimes, too, with, you know, you have your you have your triggers. I, I remember my dad was always a trigger for me, like he, he, you know, he was so kind and loving and, but he could figure me out and, you know, and, and assess me quickly. And I, (laughs) I was always like, Oh God, you know, and then I'd kind of, it would be hard for me to go, no, 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 no. Here, this is who I am. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going, I'm not going there with you right now. And that, I think, you know, people struggle with that. that. The other thing I wanted to say, which, um, maybe would be a proactive thing for 
people to do. So, so when my father passed away, I remember one of the greatest gifts were at, at the visitation when pe- when people would come who I didn't really know, maybe people mm-hmm. he worked with or um, just sort of outside of our immediate circle. And they would share stories with me about my dad that I had no idea about. And it was like listening to something about a different person. I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. My dad was these things too. Like he wasn't Lovely. just my dad. Mm-hmm. And um, and actually my mom had this wonderful idea when my dad turned 70, she had uh, had a, she made up a memory book while he was still alive and reached out to like lots of friends and family and everybody wrote a page in this book. And then it was a gift for him to see, you know, what people sort of thought of him and experiences they'd had with him. And it was a gift to us when he passed away as well. But wouldn't it be wonderful, Lisa, if we all just, you know, told someone what they meant to us in more than like two words of you are amazing. I mean, you're so awesome at that. You blew me away when I interviewed you and then you did a live on your (laughs) Facebook talking about me. And I was like, oh, my God, I, I just like I watched it before going to bed and I was, I mean, I think I had the best dreams that night that I've had in a long time, but it was so, so nice. And, and, you know, we don't do that. And what about doing that? And then, you know, collecting them and showing them to people. I don't know. There's just, there's so much to each and every human being out there. Like, well, I appreciate you saying that, but what prompted me to want to do that, Monica, was because again, you're so, you're so tireless and, and, and effortless and generous with your gift giving. And I don't think you quite understand to what degree your light shines so brightly and you're so inspiring and you're just, you know, you've just got this beautiful smile and you're always bringing out the best in people. You're always exposing and accentuating other people's strengths and their skill sets. And you're, you know, the connector factor, you're all, you're like, Oh, I got to connect this person with this person because they wouldn't otherwise know each other, but it would be a shame if they didn't know each other because I think they complement each other so well. And, you know, there's a lot of people who are, apt not to be like that because they are so competitive or they think if they hoard everything uh they've got some kind of advantage over other people when truly it's it's nothing could be further from the truth that's just so opposite and it's so counterintuitive to i think all of us showing up as our best selves and mm-hmm. and being you know being contributors and rolling up our sleeves and being solution focused and you know putting people in the know with what they otherwise wouldn't necessarily know and so i wanted to do that live stream because you know, for you, it was probably just business as usual. It was, you know, and, and you were in the zone and you asked great questions and uh, the synergies between us were fantastic. And, and I know that anybody who's been interviewed by you would likely have nothing but the same sentiments in which to echo. But I wanted to do that live stream because outside of the time that you're slated in to do something with someone, it can easily get forgotten. And when I say gratitude, it's not just a hashtag. It's not just you know, it it really is. This is to what degree you made my day. And you so made my day because you were so who you were. You you showed up as the Monica I know behind the scenes. And, uh, And that's the greatest gift that we can give anyone because you're just such a beautiful person. Um, you're so inspiring. You're so positive. Um, and you're just, you're just such a connector. And I just wanted you to, to know to what degree, your gift of your time and sharing your platforms with me, what that did for me. Oh, thank you, Lisa. Well, thank you, Monica. That's so nice. I'm just taking that in here, over here. I'm drinking it in. (laughs) Good, good. So I want to give you an opportunity, Monica. Let's let's talk a little bit about your jewelry. Let's talk about why jewelry and and nothing else. What was it about jewelry, jewelry that became your calling? And what is the vision behind each of your individual pieces? Where do you get that inspiration from? Oh, gosh. Well, first of all, when I it's funny, when I first started making jewelry, 
um, I, I was painting before that. I was I I had a my first business. I was 16 years old and I was painting rock stars on T-shirts, <laughs> and uh, and then I went off to uh, you know I graduated to doing wall murals and uh, I actually did a couple of businesses in in Oakville where I lived at the time, and uh, anyway. Um, so then I, I discovered uh, jewelry making and beading and I fell absolutely in love with it. It was like I'd done it in another life. But um, also, you know, at that time I was in my early 20s. I had a, a full time job uh, with Canada Post <laughs> and uh, and I was a like a sales rep for them. And so the jewelry making and the painting were both kind of happening together. And I was making all this extra money on the side and feeling like whoa this is great like you know it it really at that time the money made me so excited it's like <laughs> oh my god I can make this and get this much money and so it wasn't until I was at a craft show in Oakville the Oakville Waterfront Festival it was my first show and I had all my little necklaces out and they looked so different to what they are today um, but I put one on a lady's neck and she just I put the mirror up so she could see herself and her face changed and she went oh my gosh I don't even want to take this necklace off I feel amazing in this wow and I got goosebumps and I was like okay this isn't about money this is mm. about making people feel good which I love to do <laughs> and you do so, so well and so consistently Thank you. And so that's where it kind of the the spark went off. And I, um, yeah, and then I kept going with it. So that would have been back in like 1992. <laughs> when I would have picked up my first bead and done my first craft show and all that. So longer than uh, 20 year glam jewels was born eight years later in 2000. But uh, yeah, so, so this this has sort of been the whole vibe behind my jewelry collection so if people go on my website and they look at my pieces um you know i've always got you know i'm i'm conscious of trends and what's happening in fashion and and all that kind of thing and and my pieces are very versatile um i do a lot of custom work but the one part of my business um that has evolved that has really set my heart on fire is I am now helping people who are passionate about a cause to get out there, tell their personal story so that they can empower other people to give back and and design a simple piece of jewelry with me that they can sell to all of their network to raise money for their cause. And um, oh my gosh, Lisa, it's amazing. So one of my latest projects I'll just share um, yes. is, yeah, it's with um, Kim McDonald from the Weather Network. Mm -hmm. um, she is a breast cancer survivor and um, she she wanted to do something this month to give back. So we designed a beautiful bracelet and um, Kim also lost her mom just about um, two weeks ago. So mm. very, very new and her mother, of course, was always a big supporter of her and a really lovely, kind-hearted lady. So as I'm talking to Kim and learning her story, she also shares with me that her sister-in-law has been living with stage four um, cancer for wow. 10 years. And her mother-in-law passed away from cancer. Oh my God. So we designed a bracelet to... Uh, with four different beads to signify all of these strong women in her life. Mm -hmm. So one was, so, and then they all represented further out from that. Here is a bead to all the women who support us. Here is a bead for all the women who are living with cancer. Here is a bead to all the women who we have lost. And here are all the, a bead for all the women who have come out on the other side. And, it's just so beautiful, beautiful the messaging and it just went crazy the um her post on it she's raised i think almost two thousand dollars in less than a week for the breast cancer society of Incredible. canada and and this is you know people are doing this work with me and it and they're doing it like it it doesn't even have to be for something huge it can be for 
like what I do, I do a campaign every year where I support a mom or a dad who are suffering with cancer and have little children at home and are in financial distress. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll raise, you know, anywhere from a thousand to five thousand dollars for a family. Amazing. And that everyone has the power to do that. And and I believe in it so much because this not only does it help the person who needs the money, it also really helps the person who has the bravery to come forward and say, I want to support this cause. Yes. They then see their own power and they mm-hmm. didn't even know they had it. And to me, the, like the comment, they're like, oh, my God, like I just sold 10 to one person or I just sold. And I go, yeah, of course you did, because <laughs> you're yes. amazing and you've got a story. And this is a, you know, this jewelry piece, it's a touchstone. Every time someone looks at it, they're going to think about you and they're going to think about what you did for someone else. And they're also going to think about that they helped to make that happen. You know, these are pieces of energy Good work, that, Monica. yeah, it's like, it makes me want to cry. Like I, I just, every woman can do this and everyone can help. And in the, in a world that is quite upside down right now, like mm-hmm. all we need to do is look to our neighbor and say, how can we help? Whether it's Absolutely. with bracelets, whether it's with, you know, picking up an extra can of food at the grocery store, whatever it is. I mean, this is the way I can help people, but there's lots of ways people can help. Well, you said something too that I thought was key. And it was when you were talking about the story, uh, when you were describing all of that yumminess and it is yumminess because that's humanity at its best and you shine your light on the best of the best. And I just love that. But it's really, you know, this we you and I both know, Monica, when we talk about when we when we preface things in terms of small differences, well, you and I both know the smallest things have the biggest impact, right? Yeah. Right. And um it makes the biggest statement and it becomes the domino effect. And when people start to take a look, because I think everybody innately, um, wants to be part of the solution people don't necessarily have the insight or the foresight to go okay what what can I do to get on that bandwagon of goodness and bringing happiness and joy and gratitude to other people's lives and I think because you are very clear on your journey and your purpose and what what you derive pleasure from because you put it out there publicly people can go okay well maybe jewelry making isn't my thing but I know that I get a real kick out of doing this and this is what lights me on fire and if I can do that in such a way that it works in conjunction with a a way of raising money for other people or public awareness on a subject matter that people are perhaps not too up to date with um, or it just, again, it ignites, it ignites that whole, and it should always be a trend, um, mm-hmm. of wanting to help the collective in whatever yeah. way we individually can. Right. Yep. I mean, everyone's got their plight. Everyone's got their mission. Everybody's got their demographic of people that they feel more akin with or a calling to because of maybe cancer having been in their family and that's the cause they get behind, but whatever it is there's always going to be need. And so for whatever you feel a calling to get behind, then go spearhead something, go fundraise something, or go buy someone's jewelry, such as Monica's, knowing that it's going to be put towards a fundamentally important cause. Yeah, yeah. And and I think, um, you know, that's, I, that's big now. Like, you know, even, I don't know about you, Lisa, but I find the older I get, I even like from the clothes I wear, I want it to be something where maybe I met the person who designed the clothes or maybe, you know, I have, Mm -hmm. I have a lot of friends. I'm obviously in the artist community, so I'm not going to winners to buy things. I'm buying like cute t-shirts from friends who are making them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even, um, you know, I have a good friend who's a clothing designer. If I need a little jacket or, you know, something more dressy, I go to her, but it is because I, I feel their good energy and, and I want that on me. I don't. Yes. Yeah. I don't want junk. 
yes. I want things that are meaningful and um yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, I think that's the other thing too. Like if anybody was wanting to come to me for a fundraiser or to a, maybe another artist or whatever, the, the great thing about working with artists is you don't have to be an artist. So for the, if for example, this project I did with Kim McDonald, we had a one hour phone conversation on her story and it's, it's such a process and I feel almost like I should I should do a little video on this. So as someone's talking to me on the phone and we're sharing a story and there's tears, I'm drawing the whole time mm. and I'm putting numbers together and I'm seeing numbers and I'm seeing letters and I'm seeing symbols and I'm seeing all these things. And then I sit with it and I kind of meditate on it. And it really, honestly, it doesn't feel like it's coming from me. It feels like, I'm getting a message mm -hmm. and um, I get I, that. Yeah. And then there it is. I see it in my mind and um, then it comes through my hands and it's made and it's the most amazing process. I mean, you know, I, <laughs> it is a spiritual process. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that that's part of being in the quantum field because it's all about energy and right. So the more open and receptive you are to receiving the universe's downloads, that just like perpetuates the beauty of what gets put into your craftsmanship. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Because yeah. it's, it's all energy. It's all energy. So when you get yourself unblocked and you go to your happy place and then you connect with the universe and the universe there's no, there's no random messaging out there in the world, right? There's always right. deeper meaning and there's always deeper purpose and there's always value and there's always impact. It's all of those things. And when you can connect the dot on all of those things, because you are open and you are receptive, that's what makes the difference between ordinary and extraordinary, because that gets channeled through your jewelry making that gets channeled through your networking and your connections with how can I show up as the problem solver? How can I show up as the agent of change? How can I show up with whatever? Right. Yeah. yeah. And then and, and, and it's a gift that keeps on giving because you're inspiring people to do the same in whatever way it speaks to them through them. Right. And um. And yes, you don't have to be a jewelry maker to make a difference in this world. Find out no. what it is and get behind the cause, even if it's to go out and buy someone's jewelry, such as Monica's, because you know it's going to drive a bigger cause. It, mm -hmm. It's going to help a bigger problem. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right? So where can yeah. people find you, Monica? Where can people buy your beautiful jewelry? And it is gorgeous, by the oh, way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you are so well, talented. Oh, and my, my latest, oh my gosh, I never, ever in a million years, Lisa, thought I'd be selling mask chains like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. That's quite Imagine. innovative, though. But I know, and I thought, well, I need to make these, this is what people want, but they better be able to wear them as more than just a mask chain, because I'm a jewelry designer, for God's sake. <laughs> anyway, so the good news is, if anybody does want a mask chain, they can also wear them as a necklace, a bracelet, or an eyeglass holder. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so they can go to my website, and my, um, my spelling of my company is... is uh, a little bit different so it's glamjewels.com but it's spelled g-l-a-m like mother like glamorous and then yes. jewels is j-u-l-z.com love it yeah love it and so monica because this is all about living fearlessly and clearly you embody that for what you do in terms of showing up every single day what you do in business what you do in your interpersonal relationships what you do as a leader in the community what does living fearlessly mean to you and what uh what what voice of wisdom would you wish to impart to the listening audience and the podcast subscribers today in terms of how they can live more fearlessly? You know what? I think the scariest thing in life is figuring out who you really, truly are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you can, living fearlessly to me is being best friends with yourself. Yes. And honestly, not needing anyone Else. And I that might sound really harsh, nope. um, but it's just love yourself. You came in on your own. You're going out on your own. You may as well have a great time with yourself while you're here. Absolutely. 
Beautiful. Yeah. And what is your website again, Monica? Glamjewels.com. G-L-A-M-J-U-L-Z.com. Yeah. And so for anybody who wants to connect with you as a prospective guest on your awesome show, and it is awesome, you know, what kinds of people are you wanting to connect with in terms of keeping the variety alive? You know, is it, is it, is it your demographic? It's business women specifically, it's women specifically. I just want to know to what degree there's variety on that. So people know, okay, can I come forward and approach Monica with regards to that? Yeah, so it is uh, women specifically, business, you know, a lot of times business women. Um, but what really is a businesswoman? I mean, I, I'm i interested to hear any story, like a little sneak peek next week. I'm interviewing a really good friend of mine who um, has had several different um, developments in her career and what she does, but she also had... Um, a struggle with um, an eating disorder. And we're going to talk about that because I think that's, uh, and you know, that is an issue for a lot of women and Mm -hmm. something that needs to be talked about. So yeah, I mean, women's issues, you know, anyone who's sort of gone through something difficult and come out on the other side and can offer some great advice and hope to others, I want to, I'm interested to hear from you. So Awesome. And what I love about your interviews, too, is you go deep, right? It's not about the scripted Q&A. It's really I want to find out about the person that I'm actually interviewing. I want to find out about the things that might not be common knowledge to anybody else who might even know them or have history with them. Like you really go deep and it's really it's really altruistic, your approach towards opening people up, you know, truly it is. And and so, you know. What is, what's your social media handles? Because you do a lot of this on social media. Yeah. So my social media handle everywhere is Glam Jewels. And I was just going to say if people um, like Instagram is where I'm, I'm uh, posting the interviews after they happen. Also on YouTube. But if you go to my Instagram page, you'll see everything there really clearly. And it's all in my IGTV. So people can watch the interviews there as well. Um, but they go live on Facebook every Tuesday at one o'clock and then they get uploaded to everywhere. <laughs> Wonderful. And it takes, you know, and again, because we see the finished product. I mean, I was asking you about this, like, how long does it take you to do this? And how long does it take you to do that? Because entrepreneurs are always trying to shave off time so they can maximize their content or maximize what they feel their true gifts are. Cause there's never enough hours in the day. We know that. Um, so how long does it take you from the timing of I'm going to talk to this person, I'm going to bring them on Zoom, Facebook, then do Instagram? Like, yeah. what is what is this uploading process this, look like for you? Well, it I would say the whole thing from beginning to end, announcing the guests, the uploading, all that stuff, it's probably a 10-hour process yeah. per, per guest. Yeah. Yeah. No embellishment. I get it. <laughs> no. If I'm lucky, 10 hours. <laughs> well, you make it look so easy and you're so fun to follow. And uh, I'm always looking for what's the next thing that Monica Graves has to offer because you're, you're always coming out with a new idea. And uh, and generally speaking, the idea is birthed out of something quite inspirational that is involved in the storytelling, whether it be a person, a plight, a mission, right? Like the way you connect the dots on why everything makes sense and why it would be so fundamentally important to you and why it's the attractor factor for anybody else who walks to you whether it be your jewelry whether it be your show whether it be just your spirit um you're just a beautiful person to have in 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 this world in the wheelhouse of connecting so i just want to say monica for the ways in which i have grown as a result of knowing you and the way that i learn from you and sponge off your yumminess i just want to say thank you because the world more so than ever is starving for more people like monica graves oh lisa thank you thank you so much and this has been delightful I love talking to you. Like, let's have our own show. The Lisa Monica (laughs) show. (laughs) You never know, right? Thelma Louise. Thelma Louise hits international radio. Oh, my gosh. We could do it. Like, in yeah, we need a a convertible car with our masks on and really good audio. (laughs) With your chains, right? Yes. Blowing in the breeze. That's perfect. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe there's something there. Let's not laugh it off entirely. 
Exactly. But, um, but Monica, I want to thank you for the gift of your time and for the loyal listeners, the radio listeners of each week and to the podcast subscribers. I want to thank you very much for the gift of your time. I take nothing lightly. I take nothing for granted. I'm very clear on my purpose. My purpose is to uplift you to fear less and to live more. Until next Friday, when we're joined by yet another phenomenal guest, please stay safe, healthy, and uplifted. All my best, love and gratitude, and to you as well, Monica. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout-out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and Aha That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. And until next week, our fearless friends, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio telling you to be your own hero, be your own hero, be your own leader, and be your own best friend. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.